Hello and welcome to the Pleasure Collective podcast. This podcast will help you to create a desire-driven, pleasure-led life, uncover the absolute gold that exists in your motherhood experience, and create synergy in blending motherhood and business. I'm your host, Regan Fig, wife and mama to three little wildlings, author of A Mother's Pleasure, and coach and mentor to women who want to create what they desire with pleasure. I'm honored to have you invest your time, energy, and attention in listening into the podcast. And I acknowledge the custodians of the land on which this podcast is recorded and produced, the Wadi Wadi people of Darawa land. Now let's dive in. All right, lovelies, get excited for this chapter because the activity at the end is decadent. It is luscious. It is yummy. Like it is just all the things. And it's something that you'll be able to do hopefully this week and something that you'll be able to really, really, really sink into and find pleasure in. Now, this chapter, we're going to be exploring the connection between sensuality and desire and ultimately realizing how you can understand what it is that you desire. So if you're someone who you feel as though, I don't even know what I want. I don't know what feels pleasurable to me anymore. I don't know what I enjoy. Then you are going to love this chapter. Now, at the end of this chapter, I am going to be reading from a table that is in the book. So if you're a very visual person like me, head to the show notes and we'll pop a copy of it in there for you. You may want to check it out as I read so it makes a little bit more sense. (laughs) Okay, gorgeous woman. Here we go. Are you ready? Chapter 5. The Art of Sensuality. When my second son was two months old and I was practicing sensuality as a mother, I started my business. I couldn't not share what I was discovering and help people that I knew I could. I'd managed to have such a smooth experience in pregnancy and postpartum up until that stage, and felt called to share what I had learned, experienced, and put into place to prevent postnatal depression and anxiety and insomnia. While I was in a much better state this time around, I didn't want to overcommit and deplete myself through work. So I made a commitment to myself that I was not willing to do anything I didn't want to. I was not willing to hustle and grind, or ignore my body's messages and my energy levels. I would only do the things that brought me pleasure, that sparked desire and energized me, rather than depleting me. And yes, it is possible to run a successful business in this way. I committed to playing, experimenting, being driven by my desires, and consciously making it sensual. An evening to myself for work became a date with my business by candlelight, with soft fabrics to sink into, beautiful stationery with which to explore my ideas, the smell of tea brewing, a warm cup in my hands with my favourite tunes or binaural beats playing in the background. Through sensuality, I was creating the ideal environment and energetic state for light bulb moments, new approaches and opportunities to drop in. It all began to feel so magic and the shift in creativity and abundance was immediate. I continued to explore and play in my business like this throughout my pregnancy with my third baby, my daughter. What I hadn't expected was for these practices to form the ingredients for an ecstatic birth experience. 
The Sensual Self By the late stages of my third pregnancy, I realised I hadn't listened to the hypnobirthing tracks I'd planned on listening to, nor read the birthing books I'd planned to read. I missed the prenatal yoga course I'd wanted to attend. But streaming sensuality through my life contributed to the most incredible birthing experience and the most incredible birth imprint my daughter could have. I birthed her at home in the water under fairy lights, surrounded by my husband and two boys. There was no pain, no fear, no tension. After I pulled my daughter out of the water and onto my chest, I knew I had created deep trust and connection with my body and my intuition. I could now surrender, receive, and connect with my inner knowing, instead of constantly seeking external guidance and validation. Being connected to your sensual self means connecting to both your body and the present moment. It's a recipe for deep connection and intimacy whether it be with a child, a partner, or simply with the moment itself. Sensuality invites you to consistently assess and redefine your desires. It attunes you with what it is that you like, what feels good, what tastes good, what sounds good, what smells good, what looks good to you. Our senses intensify the way we experience the world. Sensuality brings us home to ourselves. Pleasure reminds us that we are made of a divine magnificence that is available to us in every moment of every day. In the next chapter, we'll dive into redefining your desires even further. The need to nurture. If you have spent many years with your partner, and then some, being a mother, chances are that you are really good at knowing what those you love enjoy, and you probably often make compromises to prioritize their preferences over your own. I don't eat meat. I don't like the smell, the taste, the way it looks, the way it feels in my mouth. It grosses me out. But my husband loves lamb. So you know what a special meal at our house often is? Lamb roast. And I'll feed myself a plate of roasted veggies, including three quarters of the tray of roasted potatoes because hashtag potatoes are life. The feminine is so devoted to those she loves, so willing to please and nurture and nourish so resourceful and accommodating when she is resourced. Ultimately, all she needs is to be loved and she will serve those she loves. The problem arises when she sacrifices too much and loses focus of herself along the way. When weeks, months and years go by and she hasn't directed her life from the point of her own compass in so long that she no longer knows how. We're going to start now. We're going to indulge ourselves by indulging our senses. Activity, a sensual feast. This practice is all about summoning your sensuality, attuning your senses, calling them in, turning them up, and fostering a strong and decadent relationship with your body and your sensuality that will bring you home to yourself. It's probably best to plan this one ahead. Step one. Book in one to two hours to yourself where you won't be interrupted, whether that be in your bedroom one evening when the kids are at school or whenever your bestie or family offer to babysit next. Step two, you're going to create a sensual grazing table for yourself. Gather and invite in as many things as you can that will draw you into a rich sensory experience. Anything that, one, you enjoy eating and drinking, Maybe it's chocolate, olives, fruit, champagne, a cup of creamy cacao. Two, anything that would stimulate the olfactory receptors, smell, scents, oils, or candles. 
Three, anything that will create a felt sensation, massage, brushing your hair, using a crystal roller or gua sha tool over the face, moving your body, dancing. Four, anything that you like to listen to, play music that you can move your body to depending on your energy. Ideally, something that helps you get into your body. Five, anything that brings you pleasure to look at. Your favorite flowers, candles, a beautified nook in your room. Step three, spend the next hour or two slowly devouring what you have brought to your central grazing table and weaving in different elements one at a time. Whilst this is a sensual practice where you get to amplify your senses and practice leading with desire, it is also a practice of awareness, acknowledgement and acceptance. Bring curiosity to the table and leave any judgment behind. I invite you to make each choice based on desire, what to taste, what to listen to, how to move, where to touch and massage. It's a practice to be led by you, for you. Take your time. When it comes to sensuality and pleasure, and most things in life, we tend to rush to the outcome, race to complete the goal. Notice if you do, and ask yourself why. Meet your answers with curiosity and non-judgment. When you choose to taste something, let it be desire that guides you. Notice if you reach for the healthiest thing first, for example. If choosing some sound or music, notice how you decide on what you want. Enliven all of the senses. Perhaps you start with a tea or cup of cacao. Feel the warmth of it in your hands. Smell the aroma. Feel your breath as you go to take a sip. Can you see your reflection in the cup? What can you hear as you sip? Savor the flavor. Here are some elements that you might like to bring to your sensual feast. Taste. Sweet. Juicy. Savory. Spicy. Indulgent. Hot or cold. Touch. Rose petals. Self-massage. Oil rub. Hair brushing. Food as you savor it. Face roller or gua sha tool. Smell. Scented candles, flowers, incense, essential oils, food, drink, sight, mirror, candles, favorite items, flowers, art, notice your environment, sound, music, binaural beats, singing bowls, instrumental music, dance music, nature sounds. I hope that now you are starting to realize there are opportunities for every experience to become a sensual one, simply by accessing and tuning into your senses. Where there is availability for sensuality, there is possibility for pleasure. And if there is potential for every moment to be a sensual one, there is potential for every moment to be a pleasurable one. So I guess the question is, can you make it sensual? Quote, Sensuality invites you to consistently assess and redefine your desires. All right, my love, before I wrap up this episode, listen in because I have an epic freebie coming in January. It's called The Motherload and it's all about uncovering the absolute gold that already exists in your motherhood experience. It's a week-long journey live with me to strike gold in motherhood, not by getting lucky, not by trying harder or getting more organized, 
not by changing your children's behavior or your personal circumstances. We uncover the gold that's already there for you to feel alive and lighter and soothed and in total reverence of the riches in your life. It's completely free and you'll leave with tangible treasure finding skills and practical, simple strategies. Make sure you go to the show notes for the sign up link. Again, it's completely free and you're invited. It's been my pleasure to offer my book to you in a really accessible way. If you're loving the podcast and audiobook episodes, please do me a massive favor and share it with a friend or on your socials and leave a five-star review wherever you get your podcast. You can also order a have-in-your-hands copy from any good bookstores or your favorite bookselling online retailer. In pleasure, bye for now.